listeners, I'm so happy that I finally get to share my gratitude for Metallica. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you about my moment of truth with one of their performances of One. So let's go back to 2020, before the pandemic hit. I've mentioned before that I believe spiritual warfare is real. It's been part of my life since I was a teenager. And on January 12th of 2020, I had been defeated in a particularly bloody battle of, I guess you could say, the forces of good and evil. For me, the battlefield starts in my mind. And this day was just like many others. The shots that fired sounded like, how are you going to provide better for your kids? Why haven't you figured out how to be more productive? You're educated and smart. What's wrong with you? Why can't you just buck up and stop eating sugar? These binges are going to make you sick and fat. Why can't you just get it together? And then the bomb drops. You'll never have power over your life. You'll never get free from this addictive cycle with food. You'll never be able to buy a house for you and your kids. You should just be grateful for what you do have. You're so negative. You're probably creating all these limits that are keeping you small. You're effed and it's your own fault. Okay, so that was an aggressive attack. Usually just a few negative thoughts would drop during the day and I'd be able to fight back and not get decimated. I've picked up a lot of helpful tools in my decades of recovery, but at least once a week, the battle is a full-on brutal invasion like I just described. So while the machine guns fired all the shots, I suddenly felt like a helpless little girl trapped and at the mercy of a mean authority figure. So I started eating. It's the only vice I have left. And while it doesn't stop the bullets from hitting me, it does stuff the wounds, stops the bleeding, and provides at least a minimal dose of anesthesia. I didn't realize it in the moment, but Metallica came to my rescue. Through my phone, a live version of One began. The instrumental at the beginning almost made me cry. It's so beautiful, but my heart was still frozen at that time. But when James started singing about darkness, imprisoning me, and all that I see, absolute horror, I cannot live, I cannot die, trapped in myself, my body, my holding cell, I think James was referring to actual war, but he was describing how I felt in that moment of isolation, trapped in depression, anxiety, and guilt. Back then, the program in my mind that was driving me was a hundred forms of fear, that I wasn't good enough quite yet, that I needed to earn value and prove my worth just to have any peace of mind, let alone enjoy any pleasure. I couldn't rest when I was tired because the guilt would say, how can you lay down when you could be cleaning up the kitchen or taking the kids to the beach? They deserve so much more from you. And on and on. (laughs) I didn't call anyone that day to tell them how I felt because the voice told me that it wouldn't help. Maybe they would understand, but there would be no solution. So I'd end up feeling worse. So the music was my connection in my darkest, most isolated moment. My spirit was buried under so much debris from spiritual warfare. I was depressed because my spirit was suffocating under all the negative thoughts about not having enough power to live the life I knew was possible and that others seemed to be living with relative ease. 
So I'm sitting at my kitchen table that day, my stomach stuffed and my mind ravaged as I hear James shouting the way I was feeling when I was too weak to even whisper it. Landmines of negative thoughts had taken my sight, taken my speech, taken my hearing, taken my soul, and left me with life in hell. I could relate. Negative thoughts were landmines that were destroying me, and I couldn't stop them. Wicked spirits had taken over, and I felt paralyzed. Then the voice dropped the last bomb. Maybe there isn't a God after all. That thought actually made sense in the pit of darkness my mind was in. I fell for the lie. I felt almost worthless, definitely useless, and I couldn't stay out of that pit no matter how hard I tried. I had no mental defense. I've always prayed and had some sort of faith, which has kept me sober all these years, but in that moment, I gave up hope. I'd been holding on by my fingernails, and I just let go. I was tired of the battle. I couldn't fight anymore. My head was finally quiet, except for the resounding voice echoing, Maybe there's no God after all. I flatlined, emotionally and spiritually. I felt my soul free-falling into an abyss of hopelessness. Now the world is gone, I'm just one. That's how I felt. I started to feel dead inside. Barely breathing, the music was my oxygen mask. Then James screams, Oh, please, God, help me. Help me. And then I heard him screaming it again and again. Please, God, help me. Robert, Kirk, and James were playing each note like it was a rescue mission to plug me back into the electricity of life. And every time Lars beat those drums, it was like a jolt to my heart to pump hope back into my body. Metallica struck me with their electricity and woke my spirit up. Please, God, wake me. A flicker of light. Does he believe in God? Maybe he does, since he's saying it. He sounds pretty convincing. Maybe James believes there's a God who can help him. The instrumental with all the guys playing together was so powerful, they opened my heart and my mind just enough. If he believes, then maybe there is a God who can help me, I thought. I had the thought that he may have felt similar feelings as I was feeling in that moment at some point, as well as a lot of the people in the audience singing along. I felt a connection. Metallica was expressing my feelings for me so that I knew that I wasn't alone. Music can be so kind. A glimmer of hope flickered in the distance. James screamed again, Please, God, help me, as I silently asked for help with him. I kept listening over and over. The turning point started for me shortly thereafter when I learned the truth of who God is, 
who I am and what was happening in those anxiety attacks and waves of depression. I was caught up in spiritual warfare and I'd lost the connection to God inside me. I was isolated, trying to fight my negative thoughts alone. My friend Tony, who has been sober many years, who is also an ex-Marine Special Forces, told me that one of the non-negotiable rules in war is never go into battle alone, ever. Always go with your partner. And he says that it's the exact same thing with battles and recovery, with addiction, with mental health. Never fight your thoughts alone, ever. Always call someone in to win the battle for your mental health. So I believe there are two driving forces in the world, love and fear. Love feels like hope, mercy, forgiveness, safety, enthusiasm, and connection. Fear feels like anxiety, self-doubt, rage, isolation, and shame, just to name a few. So I had to decide if I believed I was worthy of even a tiny portion of love and to choose what side I was on. That became pretty easy once I started to learn that God was a God of hope for my future, of unconditional love when I feel I've failed, and the power to achieve my goals. Even when I felt short or missed the mark professionally or with parenting, I was still a valuable asset to the world. I learned about God. I listened to Joyce Meyer, who knows a lot about God and the battlefield of the mind. It became clear that I'm either going to be filled with wicked spirits or the Holy Spirit. Wicked spirits have driven me into depression, which is not who I am or what I'm here to be and create in the world. So I asked to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I learned about mercy and forgiveness. I've spent the last couple of years untangling the knots of fear and self-doubt. I was just listening to Janine Roth reading her book, Women, Food, and God, which is one of my favorites. And she talked about all the negative thoughts on repeat being the voice and that the writer Anne Lamott calls it listening to the station K-fucked and that we all have the voice from that station at some point. I was again reminded I'm not alone. We all have the voice. I'm not alone and neither are you. One suffers alone, bleeds out, and dies alone. But we clean our wounds and heal together. If you're bleeding out alone right now, cry out to God like James did, like I did. Reach out to connect with another person. Email me. Leave me a comment. I want to inspire hope to those of you who feel attacked by anxiety and buried under depression. You can believe in the power of love over fear, light over darkness. You can ask for mercy, for the beatings to stop. The power of darkness was strong in my mind, so I had to aggressively learn about a, an even more powerful God who could easily dissolve the wicked spirits who'd taken up residence inside of me. I learned that God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So that January day, fade to black, played after one. And James stops in the middle of that live version to address mental health. And he says to the crowd, if you're struggling inside, you are not alone. You are not alone. 
the crowd roars, and then they triumphantly finish playing the song. We are all connected by love. We are connected by music. I've learned that I'm here to love God, to love myself, and to love you. And that's a powerful purpose. For me, loving God just means to say thank you. Thank you for my life. Thank you for nature and for everything I have. Loving myself means, first of all, just to stop hurting myself with food, with negative thoughts, with isolation. And loving you means encouraging you, thanking you for helping me, listening to you, connecting with you. Instead of being driven by a hundred forms of fear today, I'm inviting you to be driven by a hundred forms of love. Let's do it together. So thank you, Metallica. Thank you for giving me hope in that pit of despair back in 2020. Thank you for empowering me to work out on the days that my mind says I can't do it. Thank you for being the only thing loud and powerful enough to drown out the negative voices that are trying to beat me down. Thank you, Metallica, for playing with such passion and power so that I know I'm not alone. And thank you for inspiring me to uncover the love inside me and to give it away. <laughs> 